I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Who's a cheeky monkey? You are. No, you are, and that's why I love you, horny babies. This is Cameron here. The show hasn't started yet. I just wanted to get in very quickly to say hello and to let you all know some very exciting news. I've just found out that I'm filming a stand-up hour special for the ABC, and it's going to be filmed, baby, and I need a cool audience there. And who is the coolest audience in the world? The coolest audience in the world that I know has got to be the horny babies, oh, baby. baby. Yeah, Cameron wants you to come watch him do his debut hour of TV stand-up. That is correct, because I I feel like I owe you guys so much. Uh-huh. You've made my life so much better, so much happier, so much, I'll say it, hornier. Oh. And uh, I would love to have you there. So, tickets are on sale, but I'm doing a very special offer for horny babies only, and that is 100% free tickets. Uh-huh. Only for the horny babies. You get to go see for free. What's the catch? The catch is, you'll have a laugh. <laughs> well, I love that, actually. <laughs> yeah, you love that stuff. So, guys, it's on September 20 at 7pm in Sydney, and it's being filmed at the world-famous Sydney Comedy Store, my favourite venue to perform comedy in, and I would love to have you all there. There's only a few tickets available, so get in quick. First in best dressed. Uh, you can and buy. you do have to cosplay. You do. You do. Have to come... First in best dressed as someone from Austin Powers. <laughs> Please do. That would actually be crazy if every every now and then it cut to the audience and just like and everyone's dressed as Doctor Evil. Yeah, why is everyone wearing a bald cap in this audience <laughs> and holding their little finger up for the entire hour? Yes, that would actually be very cool. So go to here's where you can get your tickets. I'd love you to go to alist.com.au/camlive. That's all one word. Alist.com.au Slash cam live. Well, I think the dot stops us from being one word. Well, but it's a website. In many ways, a dot is a word. Okay. Uh, you can also find that in the information for this week's episode. The, mm-hmm. You can click that link, baby. Click the link. Um, please come. It would be my greatest privilege to have you there. It's going to be on TV, and I would love an audience of very cool, groovy babies in the audience. So do that for me, please. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Great. It's my check, it's my check, the podcast that Mike buys. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. And we're 
Hi, horny babies, and welcome to another episode of Mic Check, the only podcast that goes through the entire work, both filmed and written word, and performed live of Mike Myers, the comedian who played Austin Powers in the Austin Powers trilogy of spy films. <laughs> my name is Alexi Toliopoulos, and with me, as always, is my dear friend in this adventure, Cameron James. Hello. Hello, and today was an episode where we dove back into Mike Myers' alleged new TV series, mm-hmm. The Gong Show. The Gong Show, indeed. Episodes six and seven. Mmm. And I'm so proud to be a Gong Show recap podcast this week. Yeah, I love it. Not love because it. of the show or the quality of the show, but because we're here with two of our dear friends. Yeah, that's right. Me and you. Yep, it's just the two of us. Our two best friends. I'm my own best friend, and, yeah. and I'm also your best friend. That's true, so that's why it works out. <laughs> No, we have Nick Capper and Matt Stewart with us here today. Round of applause. Yes, Yay. we'll give you a clap. Nick Capper, how are you? I'm good, good. Good, man. Good to be in Sydney. It's uh, great, great. Good to watch two gong shows. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, I um, had to ditch my uncle for coffee. <laughs> no, yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, well, this is a good showbiz spot here. Yeah. You're getting the word out. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to describe. Like, because Michael, do- he still doesn't understand that I do comedy. Yeah, like, yeah. He doesn't understand it, so we went out to tell him, oh, sorry, man, I can't meet you for coffee today. <laughs> I'm going to watch. He's like, what's a podcast about? I'm like, Mike Myers. And then he just stopped talking. <laughs> <laughs> you just see the little ellipsis pop up in the text. It was, <laughs> it was speechless, that's why. Yeah, oh, he didn't yeah. know how to address that. He's like, wow. he was like, Mike, check sick. I listen to that on the way to work. Yeah, I, live that. I listen to that on the job site. We got a lot of tradies listening to this. Yeah, show. they love this they shit. Love they absolutely love this shit. Yeah. Matt Stewart, thanks for coming up to Sydney just to do this podcast. Yeah, it's been it's been really good uh, uh, to be here for this. It has been really good. Oh, it's only a minute on. or so in all very You've got me I mean you got me with the old switcheroo on the best friends and now this is yeah. <laughs> this is how you try to guess. <laughs> People told me Sydney'd eat me up and yeah. it has I didn't know we were going to be with Mike Myers. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're a a couple of cut-ups. Yeah, we are crazy. We're hip. We're with it. And we're fucking horny, baby. (laughs) I was about to ask you about that, but yeah, no need. You are. Yeah. I reckon we'll cover horniness at a certain point (laughs) during this podcast. It will come up, I'm sure. Yes, probably shrekiness, shagadelicness. But before we do, I'd like to to ask Mm. both you guys a very serious question, and uh, perhaps it would be best to ask you individually... So, whoever wants to answer this first, you can. Buzz is- in. <laughs> Buzz in. Buzz in by saying your name. Yes. Okay, all right. What is your relationship like with Mike Myers? Alexi, host a podcast. <laughs> okay, all right. You're actually exempt from this okay. game, but uh, the other two fellas, go for it. Uh, all uh- this- Oh, let's see. That's why we invented the yeah. buzz. I was going to do a joke there. I was going to go all Australian bad boy of comedy, Nick Kappa. But then you didn't even say you weren't even going to say your name. You can't even work the fucking buzzers. <laughs> Why? Well, yeah, I forgot it was a quiz. Um, I'm, I'm no good. But everything's at, under the made up, and the points don't matter. Oh, it's just for funsies. Just for funsies. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I, I think it's a very serious question. Nick I wouldn't Kappa. want to joke about. Oh, your mother. Our <laughs> 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 uh, rules are rules. <laughs> um, oh man, I I had a cousin who used to watch uh, Austin Powers too, yeah. just religiously. Everywhere, <laughs> every weekend. To it. Austin Powers it was always on. So I just always walked past. It was always on, and you were always transfixed by it. You're yeah. like, fuck. Really? But it was so weird how it just went into. 
like it just went into total like no, it's not even kind of remembered as a classic well, comedy. Big to diff. The, the big first diff. one, the first one, I think is becoming a classic. I it's think twenty years old. Yeah, twenty yeah, years right. old. It's an official classic now. I remember because the first one was straight to video, and, and I went to boarding school. And we'd have on Saturday nights, we'd have movie night, mm. and sometimes they'd have a straight to video one. Like one of the teachers <laughs> would pick the movie, mm. and it'd be sometimes it'd be fucked, like just <laughs> awful. You know what I mean? Like one was like The Legend of White Earp or something. It went for like four oh, hours, oh and it was goodness. so boring. <laughs> um, but they had they said, "Oh, we got this Austin Powers one," and I remember they your Austin Powers the first one was always, you always saw the trailer for it when you watched another video, but you never saw it out in movies or anything. Mm. You know, you <laughs> always saw the trailer for it and you're like, oh, that's might be good, might be bad. Anyway, so they said, yeah, we've got Austin Powers as the Saturday Night Film. Wow. Like, How old were you? Uh, I must have been 16 or something like that. Wow. You know, some Prime uh, age. And then it bloody came on and the whole... Hall was in stitches. We fucking loved it. Yes, yeah. that's great. Yeah, it was well, sixteen—that's perfect age to get that little dose of horny jokes. Because mm, it's all man. like it's all jokes about rooting and like mm. you know being a, you know like, fist fucking sixty-nine, <laughs> yeah. dirty Sanchez, oh, punching man. old women. Oh yeah. man, that was great. I remember the the everyone quoted it, and I remember my English teacher quoting the second one. He's like, "Yeah, I saw the new Austin Powers movie last night," and he was like. <laughs> Um, that mini me guy, man, always cracks me up. <laughs> and then after that, he went on to teach us Shakespeare. You know, <laughs> wow. He's like, I've seen a classic last night, but I've got to teach you this old shit. <laughs> what about you, Matt? I yeah, I I remember my first. I think the first time I ever knew him was Wayne's World. When was oh, that? Yeah. What year was mm. that? I that reckon? was nineteen ninety. One, two, one. two, two ninety two, and I saw that at the movies, and it blew my mind. It's like one of my early memories of of seeing a, a film, yeah, at the cinemas, and the way that you know the multiple endings at the end, just like oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't understand <laughs> how that could be. Are there are any rules? What's going on? I loved it. I don't know if I love it as much now. The I wish they just picked one, maybe, but at the time, I fucking loved that so yeah. much. And then, yeah, I reckon I wouldn't. have... When was Austin Powers Because I remember... 1997. I don't remember the first time I saw the movie, but I remember when I, when I saw another movie and it was, the, it was one of the previews. And, mm. and it was mainly just the reversing of the, bit, the long industrial car thing. Oh, oh yes. yes. And it was just... One of the, the great best. scenes. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They've done it. This, this is comedy. This is it. <laughs> my favourite. It was really unique mainstream comedy. Like, oh, no yeah. One, no yeah. one had... Ever done any it's of that kind of stuff? Very was... broad and very stylish. We just had yeah. the one of the most thrilling opportunities of our entire career as Mike Myers scholars. We were able to <laughs> we screened a twentieth anniversary of Austin Powers last week mm-hmm. uh, at the Golden Age Cinema in Sydney, and it was like almost a sold out showing of it. Mm-hmm. There was like one seat left, which just <laughs> killed us. Um, but it was so much fun to actually see them with an audience because we'd mm. never seen with more than like, you know, just us or, you know, a couple yeah, of mates a couple or of friends or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy how 20 years later things that would have killed when you were a child mm. don't 
kill anymore, but then no. other totally different ones yes. do. Yeah, right. Yeah, like all the all the bits where where Austin is like nude, but things are covering his dick or whatever, pretty much got no yeah, laughs. They got nothing. <laughs> but then all the like subtle wordplay jokes and stuff were just destroying and tearing. Yeah, I remember there was one bit. It was like a sneaker bomb that just like scudded through and then had a huge explosion. It was um, uh, when Austin has revealed that he actually fucked a lot of for China. And then uh, Vanessa's like, did you at least use protection? He says, yeah, I had my 9mm. She goes, you know, I meant a condom. He goes, oh, no, only sailors use condom. He says, not in the 90s. He says, well, they should, those filthy beggars. They go from port to port. And that destroyed. It got like a minute. Because I think it was one of those bits that's just like under the radar. You don't remember it from the movie. (laughs) And then when it came in, it was a huge surprise to everyone. Destruction. It was pretty exciting to see it fucking destroyed. Well, in a way... In, like it was so well written, like especially the second one, that there was so many jokes. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. There's so many lost. Like because I've often thought maybe I should go back and watch the second one again because it was every single line was a mm. joke. Like, I reckon you should. Some it's flew it's under also the radar. A, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it yeah. the best one? He likes it. I like thing? the first one. You like the first one. First oh, one to me is a perfect masterpiece. I like oh. the first one the best, but I do think the second one, oh, mama, it's oh, got that oh, heavy yes. grain. I mean, jeez oh, Louise. And guys. on the night when we presented it, there were some horny babies that came, uh, Rob and his friends, they came in cosplay. Oh, wow. Oh, I think I saw a photo. That yeah. Was very good. And they, good. Like, they messaged me on Twitter saying they were going to get dressed up, but I thought they were joking so that I would come dressed as Austin Powell. <laughs> <laughs> but then they came dressed as uh, number two mm-hmm. random oh, task, wow. which are the two most dangerous characters <laughs> in the Austin Powers franchise, as the actors have both been accused and found of serious crimes, <laughs> and uh, and also as uh, did you not know that? Mus- I don't think I knew. <laughs> and as Mustafa, Mustafa. So, so well. Robert Robert Wagner, who plays number two, oh, is Wagner's- an al- alleged murderer. <laughs> what? Yeah, he he um he murdered his wife Natalie Wood. Allegedly. They say. There's no proof except Christopher Walken. He took a boat with her and only two returned. And it was the two big, strong fellas. And neither of them have ever spoken about it publicly. But they laugh about it behind our backs, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing it up. How funny is it that... No, I mean, it's not funny, but Christopher Walken, who's sort of like one of those those iconic actors that everyone knows and loves... Is implicated in a murder that he has never discussed. Wait, he's one. What he he and him and Robert Wagner and Natalie Wood were the three people on the boat, and only Robert Wagner and Christopher Walken came. Were back. not drowned. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that could happen. Yeah, right? it could happen. Three people go soon. You know, one yeah. of them may drown. Exactly. It may be the non-man. It might. Yeah, <laughs> but. I mean, that's why I said allegedly. Yeah. I don't want to accuse anyone. I like how you guys are very careful because you, We're very you litigious. used uh, allegedly mm-hmm. here and you used, yeah. also used it about uh, Tommy Maitland. Earlier. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Gotta okay. be safe. We know Mike is very, very litigious, man. Like he, <laughs> he loves to sue. Yeah. <laughs> well, he started in the movie written by Doctor Seuss, so why oh, wouldn't he? Have you, have you guys got any <laughs> feedback? Feedback from Mike or his management? We've reached out. To multiple channels, heard nothing back. Nothing. nothing back. We've never received anything, <laughs> no. whether it be praise or a letter or to signify we should stop. Or we're doing. Yes, that's what I was trying to remember the words <laughs> for. <laughs> I'm used to it. I get it a lot. Mm. And random task, Google that yourself. We yeah, won't, I don't want to talk, won't talk about, about that. It's, it's not. It's not. Uh, those golden age cinema things are amazing. I remember I went to the Lebowski Fest. 
Oh, that would have been cool. It was incredible. Mm. Like it's it, the best cinema in the world. People, yeah. People, people got dressed up as the, they had... Um, What's the, the, the festival bar- involved? Isn't there? There's only one movie, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, no, 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 no. The... It's it's a festival of all the different interpretations of Le- Big Lebowski. Yeah, like Darren Aronofsky directed a Big Lebowski. <laughs> um, what that uh, French? That French? Yeah, man. It's all. It's, so you watch all the different versions for three days. Wow, that yeah, sounds yeah. great. You dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got roasted. <laughs> fuck Sydney. You Two boys trying to hang out with three Sydney guys. Oh my god. <laughs> well, if. technically, Cap is a um, Victorian now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah. claim that now. I think so, yeah. yeah right. I, I don't put are. their SYD in brackets to get yeah. more people. <laughs> How long did you do that for? <laughs> oh, so long. <laughs> I just want to say thank you to all the horny babies who came out to the screening of Austin Powers. It was a pleasure and a privilege to watch the great man work with you. It was so no. fun to hang out. Thanks for coming, guys. But now it is time to move on from the past into the present. That is... Two episodes of The Gong Show from 2017, starring, I'll say it, Mike Myers, <gasps> allegedly, oh, as Tommy <laughs> McClendon. Uh, so we watched episodes six, six and, and seven. seven. Uh, let's get into it by talking about what you guys think about Tommy Malin, because neither of you had seen The Gong Show before in any incarnation, except for... I'd seen The Fallon Spot. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yep. It's actually Kimmel. <coughs> Kimmel, sorry. We don't. We <laughs> don't. Yeah, which Jimmy is which? Yeah. yeah well, Alexia has Jimmy some allegedly. strong feelings. Yeah, we don't Fallon. talk about Fallon here. I. Yeah. Is it never... because of the Trump ruffle? Yes. Yeah. What is, do you yeah. refer to him as? I say he's the Lenny Riffin style of the current white <laughs> white supremacy movement <laughs> of America. He's a neo-Nazi. <laughs> I'll say it. Allegedly. He's Allegedly. A, no, he's a Lenny Riffin style. I'll say it. I'll never forgive him for ruffling Trump's hair. The ruffle. Yeah. I'll never forgive him. I love what a if, ho- horrible mistake! You've never got any feedback from um, Mike Myers's, yeah. you know, management. But Jimmy Fallon will be straight onto this. <laughs> no, I would, I'll never forgive him. What he comes out now and denounces Trump? Oh, okay. It took this whole. No, I'm sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting, getting swept up. Alexi is standing up yeah. at the moment and pacing the room with the. Sorry, guys. I care about this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. So, so sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry <laughs> yeah. to say the wrong, Jimmy. <laughs> Just remember to say Kimmel next Kimmel, time, please. Kimmel. He's freaking out. I can see. Kimmel's oh. funnier, though, too, anyway. I Kimmel think. is funnier, yeah. yeah. Thank you. He's more of a bad boy. Yeah. He's he cheeky. He's more of a bad boy. He's yeah. got a little beard. Yeah, oh, he's got a little yeah, beard. Little Nothing beard. better than that. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't do lip syncing or whatever. Yeah. He yeah. Do oh, he just does the old school stuff. Oh, he yeah. does mean tweets. That's the only thing. Oh, he he's pretty mean. That's pretty modern. That's pretty yeah. bad boy. Yeah. That's pretty bad boy. Yeah. So what did you think? You'd seen the Kimmel spot. So I, I, I loved the idea of this. I was actually mm. excited to see it, even yeah. though you guys kept warning me. <laughs> like, it's going to be hard. We might have to, you know, yeah. struggle. Oh, wait, is this... Sorry, is this... Publicly, do you? Oh yeah, we've talked yeah, okay, about our great. struggles with this show. Yeah, I don't know what's in and what's out of the, you know, the camera. It's all or whatever. transparent. Okay, yeah, great. Okay. we're real. Yeah, we're real. <laughs> That's something I should know about you guys. Yeah. Um, so, but I was really excited about it. Uh, but it, the show does it just doesn't have enough of him. I don't think. A hundred percent. Exactly, because he's the most interesting thing of the show. I loved it. Yeah. it. Like they've made a whole world, and they're it's. Like not used at all No It feels like yeah. They made Or Mike made the world For himself mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do With the show It's just a way to, For him to justify This job that he has at the Right like, Yeah And I think they have Trouble integrating Tommy Maitland Into the real world Of the other celebrity 
guest judges. Mm. Like, sometimes it syncs up. Like, Dana Carvey, we've talked about it a lot, how he just was able to bring Tommy Maitland to life and bring him into the world by interacting with him. I don't think anyone in this show, these last, these two episodes we just watched, was able, maybe Ken Marino and Will Arnett a little bit, were able to kind of bring him into the reality of the world. Yeah, yeah um, and uh, how many appearances has Will Arnett had now? Probably this is his third appearance. Third out of seven episodes. Yeah, maybe even four. Yeah, he's been on a lot. He's been on a lot. <clears throat> what did you think of Tommy Maitland, Capo? Oh, Tom, Tommy Maitland. Um, I think I think it's really spooky and weird. Um, <laughs> you know, it's really just the way his eyes look and <clears throat> yeah. the way his face looks, and it's cool. <laughs> like, I, it's scary. Like it could be so funny because it looks it look it's like it a, is a little fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what a David Lynch thing. You know what I mean? Like he's a full David. Like if if you had Tommy La- Tommy Maitland committing a murder, oh, in a, yeah. like in a David Lynch thing, yes. it would not look out of place. You'd not be like, at all. Oh, this is cool. You know? Yeah, he's um, got those real sunken eyes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, but <laughs> it could be. I don't know. I think the British shows that do these, you know, like Graham Norton and all these kind of shows. Yeah. I don't know what they... They just put... It's just so much freer and a mm. lot more fun. Mm. And they really rip into each other. Apparently, they film them for like four hours. Or yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But, you know, they have this real freeness. And I just don't think Australia or America can really replicate it in this. It needs to be like that fun ribbing and fucking... Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's all like too tight. Well, it's kind yeah. of what I was saying to you. Yeah. I think that like the... Because it's shot in LA and it's largely you know, Hollywood celebs mm, on the mm, panel. Mm. Everyone who seems to live in LA seems to just be so aware that they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're so nice to each other all the time, very complimentary because I guess you never know who you're going to insult, like whether that person will get a job that will... Yeah, hire it's like a veneer for. of sincerity. <clears throat> yeah, mm, so but mm. like, that's why it's always been funny to watch... Ken Jong or someone on this show because his whole persona is built around being yeah. an asshole. He's a guy yeah. that literally gives no fucks. Yeah, and you need people like that on these kind of shows. Like yeah, who, yeah. You need someone up there or a couple of people up there who don't care about saying mean things mm, or being... Mm, being mm. But it, you, I mean, everyone can be on the same page before they shoot. It's mm. like, this is good. we're going to say some fuck things. Don't take it personally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why they... It doesn't make any sense that they would think that they need to be nice. They all yeah. like anyone so gives a shit. don't they? It's, it's weird. <laughs> it's it feels the conceit like it's a of the show. Thing. Yeah. Are they, I mean, for the most part, they're people... They're not A, a listers, are they? Who they, they, they had be. Jennifer Aniston on. Yeah, oh, we haven't seen that up yet. Yeah. That's the next one. So she's an A-lister. Who else have they had? I would say really uh, Megan Fox is not an A-lister anymore. <laughs> would Andy mm. Samberg be a? Oh, yeah, he might be. I mean, I mean but pop then again, star. pop star didn't do well, so I don't know. Yeah, but they're people that are on the <laughs> people talking are, all the business of <laughs> Hollywood now. They're in the range of A-list. Like yeah, they, no, you're yeah. right. You're they right. Are, they are they're household names. They'd be. They'd definitely get a spot on the project if they were over here for yeah. sure. Yeah. They'd go yeah. straight oh, on the panel. Sure. Yeah. Straight on the panel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome to new idea the podcast. Uh, <laughs> hey, you got some. You guys got any ideas? Put them out there. We'll make a little spin-off. Oh, That's great. What? What? I reckon what they should be doing with the um the the panelists the judges mm. like you could be mocking up photos with and and work work out some sort of a a story from your past with tommy mm. you know mm. and just work that sort of shit in you could have a little photo to go with it just, just a little best. bit of fun 
That would be the best. And then it would give him an extra thing to work with through the show as well. Yeah, you know? a couple of times in these two episodes, he did bits. Tommy did like a tap dance routine. Oh, yeah. But it good. didn't, that wasn't a, was that a bit? I mean, it, I mean, was, it, did some, a, it was stage it, time for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. It was the camera focused on Tommy and he was loving every minute of it. it was, I didn't realize that he was a, ta- he's a tap dancing man. Yeah, yeah well, Mike. Yeah, saying. Mike has. Uh, I think he has had training in tap dancing from when I watched the commentary of Goldmember. They revealed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Goldmember. That was oof. Yeah, I didn't enjoy oh. that one. Sorry yeah, about that. Beyonce. I've okay. come around Sorry about on, on loving it again. Yeah. I, first, we've watched it twice for this podcast already. <laughs> oh, really? And uh, the first time I didn't like it. Second time I realised I loved it. And uh, when uh, I watched it and I got to the end, I cried because I thought I'll never see these characters ever again. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and then Tommy Maitland came back. And yeah. You got, a, you got a little stiffy. It's the skin thing, I think, that is... With Tommy. Oh, with Goldmember. <laughs> yeah, I don't love Tommy's skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he looks good. Yeah. I think that's why he's got sunken eyes, though, because yeah. he's wearing an inch of skin. He's <laughs> too much. He also revealed that he had his toupee, that he wears a yeah, toupee. Yeah, that was a little bit of flavour, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously it is fake hair, but that's showing another layer. It's like, it's fake hair in Tommy's world as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. That yeah. was one of my favourite He's moments. always yeah. running around and dancing. He really earns his money. The dancing like, oh, really, works yeah. hard. He yeah. is... Like, but I just want to see... That, like, Mike Myers, obviously a very talented performer. Very mm. funny boy. Like, I want to see him fucked. You know what I mean? I, I, want, it, I want it to mm. be like Tommy Maitland, but you, it's, it's basically Mike fucked. Myers crying, crying. You know, he's you like, fuck, like, this uh, sucks. Yeah. Like I'm wearing a mask, you know, yeah. and like he'd be so good at it. That's yeah. kind of the yeah, surely that's the point of creating this whole thing is to do something really different. But he's mm. kind of just doing a slightly tweak. It's like older British Mike Myers <laughs> yeah. rather than any really going out like oh, this could be anything. <laughs> I this feel guy's like been a, surely he's a, some sort of jaded, bitter guy and he could be showing some of I that. Think that think. I think that part of the story is here that Tommy Mayland he should be one of those bitter guys. He's lost all his money in Ponzi schemes as part of the backstory and stuff like that. But I think he has truly... He's he's loving that he's got this opportunity. The character is like, ah. I'm on TV. This is my biggest break yet. I've had all my English TV shows. Now I'm finally in right. the States making it with sexy Will Arnett. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, um, I think what I've come to realize severely is that with comparing this to the original gong show now that we have some idea of what it is the original gong show had a lot of personality and that was due to chuck barris the host Mm -hmm. of the original gong show who like tommy maitland has this tremendous backstory that he created for himself there's Mm -hmm. like this whole phony thing that he was a cia agent or a spy and i would love to see that become tommy's backstory like something like that (laughs) Because there was a gong show movie back in the 80s, in 1981, I believe. So you want a gong show movie I would love a current day. Yeah, or something like a, a mockumentary about Tommy Maitland making his steps into America and becoming the gong show host. That's all I want. Yeah. That would be, yeah. yeah that would make I all of this worthwhile. Yeah, it feels like <laughs> exactly. it's so much work for such little amount of screen time. And Getting pay. like a Netflix, Tommy Maitland Netflix special or something oh, like man, that. Really, you know? That'd be great. That'd be great. Behind the, behind the scenes, Mike. Yeah. I remember watching. I don't know if you guys seen. I watched the documentary on, on like a reformation of the Monty Python mm. when they started doing their mm. their live shows yeah. again and yeah. stuff. And it was just basically them in the back just talking about 
how they needed to reform again to get more money. Yeah. <laughs> like we, it was just all of them going, yeah, we need stuff, more though. money. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We need, you know, and then, and then it's like, oh, we've got a special guest who flew over and it was Mike Myers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of sad. It's just, <laughs> just at the end of it, they're like, and Mike Myers, they play one of the characters and, you know, he was like so happy to be there. He was yeah. loving it. And I was like, man, you should be the new guy. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Like you should be bloody doing your own live show or something. You know, he's so good. He would be good live. He actually. would be. He would be terrific. Yeah. He was great I in Glorious Bastards. He yeah. is great oh, in that look. movie. He's great. We've, we we've honestly got on record as saying we, we think, think he's oh, fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we think he's good. Yeah. We think he's fucking awesome, Kappa. Don't you dare doubt us on that. But we no, do no, think no. that, and <laughs> we agree. We that. agree with Matt on this that we think that the, the this character is wasted on this show. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like the. When there were interviews promoing this show with him in character as Tommy Maitland, it was so funny. Yeah. And all these like all this backstory seemed so insane. And yeah. it would make sense if it was just a show, like a Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah. style yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, Following this character yeah. around. That'd and, be great. Yeah. And then, you know... Learning more about him. But yeah. it's like, he's not even enjoying the... I mean, he's the one that has to pretend to enjoy all the acts <laughs> and play along with them and like dance when someone's singing fucking Wrecking Ball and then start yodeling and he gets caught off guard because he doesn't know what to do anymore. I don't know. It's This was the most frustrating because there wasn't enough glimmers of hope in these ones, yeah. I would say. Because the in the last few, usually we get one bad ep of the Gong Show mm. and one that we get on board with. But this one, there wasn't enough Tommy. Mm. And his jokes were not landing. They no, just weren't... No, some they of just, them were hard to tell they were jokes. Yes. Yeah. It was all... There was nothing off the cuff this time. It was all introductions. Mm. Let's talk about the the guest panellists, mm-hmm. the dais. Because we've talked about this before. You need to have a really good lineup of people to make this show fun. Mm. So who do we have? First episode, we had uh, the sexy Will Arnett. Mm. Oh. Probably... Isn't he sexy? The sexiest man. Can I ask you a question? Hollywood. Do you find him sexy? Um, no. Okay, no, I'm, sorry, I'm 100% always have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always I have. found he's him a, sexy. He's a real babe. He's a babe. Yeah, he's right? a babe. I found him sexy with that goatee he's got at the moment. Oh, yeah. I'm not into Oh, it. yeah, well, look. I... And I think he's been a bit heavy <laughs> on the tanning oil. <laughs> it's but... a very wispy goatee. <laughs> Yes, it, yes, very wispy. Very wispy. <laughs> There's a lot of wispy. I genuinely did not even see it. That I did not realize he had a go. It doesn't even register That's, to you. It did not register. Yeah. All you could see was sex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my eyes were drifting. We also had uh, Chelsea Handler, mm-hmm. who you would think would be the fucking villain. Uh, yeah. She, bad would fucking gonna go she dabbled in it a little. She she yeah. The boys wouldn't let her become the no. villainess that yeah. she's that was meant weird, to be. That was weird, wasn't it? And the third boy was Ken Marino, who is such a... A famously silly, funny man. Yeah. We're all Ken heads. Big Ken, Ken heads. heads here. Love them. Huge Ken heads. They didn't really... But this whole panel just kind of... That's the thing. There was no dynamic. Like, everyone mm. was the same. Everyone basically gave the same scores. I don't know scores. they edited it in or whatever, mm. but they had the the panellists laughing at real weird points. Oh, yeah. Like, they yeah. That would definitely edit <laughs> yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cover. Yeah. Yeah, just like, okay, Ken, give us a big laugh. That's yeah. it. Slump over. Slump over. I give reckon us a that's slump. all takes from when, like, commercial breaks. Are being yeah, they're definitely yeah. outtakes. And the crew are just riffing. And, and Tommy like Tui shows his nutsack or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I reckon if, yeah, if you switched it so the ad breaks are what we saw and they ran yes. out during the show, that mm. would be a better show. Yeah. yeah. Just show us what. Just show us what's happening in those 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. 
And I think I, it's hard for me to tell which was the more superior panel of judges. The one from the first episode we saw, which was those three, and the mm-hmm. second one was Megan Fox, mm-hmm. Andy Samberg, yep. Maya Rudolph. Yep. And I thought that's exciting, Maya Rudolph, Andy so Samberg, the SNL, SNL alum, mm-hmm. so is Tommy, the actor, but allegedly under the skin of Tommy Maitland. Mm-hmm. And so I thought there'd be some relation there, but I think the. I think the first panel was better because they were having more of a muck around. Mm. The other one, Maya Rudolph brought it, but the other two were very sincere. Andy Samberg and Megan Fox were very, very sincere. And this show has no place for sincerity. No way. This nah. is the, the whole point of the gong show is to gong people off. It's yeah. in the fucking title. Yeah. And it's all yeah. freaks from like buskers from San Francisco and stuff like you want to see them get torn apart but no one will do it's it it's 80% fucking unicycles on this show <laughs> yeah. we want to see that cunt torn apart <laughs> Andy and Maya you know yeah. got nothing to lose yeah exactly you fuck up the gone show you know if you yeah. say something fucked yeah. who cares you know but bloody hell I, I'd comedian. love to see Megan just... Fox don't take so many risks <laughs> <laughs> just just also like apart from shredding some I'd love them to just randomly fucking love an act you know? oh, yeah. Yeah. and just yeah, yeah. own it and just go 100% this is the best thing I've ever seen yeah that's fun yeah, but they that's... were just sort of like you well, know being very honest I know which that's was oh, it was a bit weird yeah I liked how you had the <laughs> thing in your head and then I give it like a 7 yeah. or something because <laughs> comedy comes from extremes and that is like the mm. that's the thing when we've seen it work well in the past it's either been people like gushing over an yeah. act and like giving it a standing ovation and running down and hugging them or just gonging them three seconds in and being like, no, I hated his face or something. (laughs) And also it's about the judges disagreeing with each other. Like some would love one and then others would just go, I actually have no fucking idea what I did. You've got to pick a side. When there's something like that, three people, two on one, one on the other, and just both move. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'll fight to the death on this one. That unicycle is fucking sick. See, that's why we need an Aussie gong show. We've talked about that before as well. Exactly, we've got to bring it back. Our generation of comedians, we get it. We Mm. know this shit. We want to see some. I want a dong show. Yeah, everybody like what would happen? Comedians with the best dong tricks. Like, uh, like puppetry. Oh, the oh shit. They're already doing that. Puppetry of the penis. Sorry. Oh, man. That. And what? And it's comedy. I assumed <laughs> it meant that. <laughs> what, does it go well? Dude, they kill. They kill. They still at the end more, dude. Oh, yeah. oh okay. I All saw right. them at the end more this year, puppetry of the penis. It was yeah. actually the touring version of the show. Really? Because yeah. they're the franchised it out like the yeah. Wiggles, yeah. where there's like puppetry all around the world now. I saw the Las Vegas puppetry at the end more. Apparently that was award winning. I heard the other really? day that got five stars. From what? From a review. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it would have been one of those websites everyone's heard of. It was a, it was a, a stage review magazine. Theaterpress.org. Theaterpress.org. <laughs> the brand. <laughs> dong show would have to be same as it is now, but as soon as you want the act off, you pull out your dong. I yeah. think that's the only way that would work. Wiggle yeah. it around. Ah, I've had enough of this. Uh, enough. Into a, into a gong, I guess. Oh, you, <laughs> whack, you whack the gong with your dong. With your dong. Uh, yeah. oh, the gong dong. Show. I mean, my big fear is that I would do it and it wouldn't make a noise. 
<laughs> I've heard it's not a big fear. I've heard it's actually quite a small fear. <laughs> I, I reckon I'd smash the gong in half. Yeah. Oh, probably. I'd be worried that everyone's eardrums are first. You know? have you, got, yeah. you guys got big hearts. Real big. Uh, yeah. That's what... Melbourne, they grow them big. That's yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. No, in Sydney, we're quite adequate. Ever since, yeah. ever since I moved to Melbourne, man, I've been stretching yeah. to holes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you're a filthy boy. Oh, I love it. Oh, that is dirty. I think, uh, speaking of disgusting Until that moment, I was feeling somewhat horny, but uh, (laughs) it all went away in that moment. You ripped it away. I think Tommy Malin is not unlike the boardiness that we are exhibiting right now. Because he's always telling women, oh, isn't she gorgeous? Oh, yes, no, gorgeous. It's like, man, this guy, part of his story should be he's got some fucking allegations lurking in the closet. (laughs) Because he's like one of those old school comics who are like, oh, yeah, he's... I mean, he hasn't done anything bad, but I mean, he's you grabbing. don't want to be around him. He's a yeah. <laughs> he's a toucher. He's a grabber. Yeah, he's always offering people lifts home. <laughs> what That's if actually he, something I do. What, <laughs> what if poor old um, what if poor old uh, Tommy Maitland um, like p- people see him and he kind of catches on. And then they just cast him in movies as Tommy Maitland. Like, <laughs> Mike Myers can't get a movie. Yeah, we want Tommy like, for we want this Tommy. role. Yeah, yeah, and it's like but all like Gen Tommy Y directors. Makeup. Who... Well, that's like yeah. um, that's like how Andrew Dice Clay's career went. Basically, like he invented the character Dice yeah. for stand up, mm. and then that's all people wanted. <laughs> so whenever he actually tried to do a show just as Andrew Clay. And no one gave a shit. It was just a family sitcom. Wow. And everyone was like, yeah, can we just, can you be Dice though? Like, can you do this but be Dice? Like, wear the leather jacket and shit? I remember like, uh, I watched, I think it was like a roast, an old one, Mm. where Dice Mm. Clay gets on there and he's just being sincere. He's like, I love you guys. (laughs) And just does, like, he just tells it. Other judges, how much he likes him, and wow, yeah, yeah, him. and he's just being real sincere and nice, and <laughs> he just, just does like some really bad stand up, <laughs> and then just just kind of like and go, is on there for like a really long amount of time, oh, no, like, dice. Just ruins the place, you know what I mean? I like, love him, though. yeah, yeah, he's, he's such a sweetie. Is he? I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, no, I, know. I think I, I don't think I realized how much of a character it was. I thought it was yeah. a slightly heightened thing, but it's just a full made up. It's persona. pretty. Uh, I think now he's become. A s- closer to it because he's yeah. been doing it for 30 years so when he well. said hickory dickory dock <laughs> yeah. some chick was sucking my cock yeah. that was all a chick might was have been ironic. sucking his cock though yeah right. but he was uh, did he, he dump her at the next when block he, when, yeah. when the As clock struck two and he blew his goo, goo yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then he dropped the bitch at the next block I mean that... he might have just stayed with her for a little bit right like, so that's probably where the exaggeration right. comes in probably, yeah. Cut, yeah. probably hugged her and said hey I'm not really that guy yeah it's just a character in in, when I was a kid, I listened to an, a live album of his so much. Which one? It was like a live at Madison Square Gardens or something. Yeah. It was oh, a, a big show First and it had comedian. that. And he and he did a bunch of these nursery rhymes and everyone sang them along with him. Yeah. And, ah, so you heard them before, okay? <laughs> well, here's some new shit. And then he did a whole bunch of new ones and the crowd just fucking went nuts. Oh, my crazy. God. He was, was the first comedian to sell out Madison Square Gardens. Like, first comedian to perform at stadiums. Like yeah. First... Anyway, we're going to save this for our other podcast, <laughs> Casting the Dice. But anyway. <laughs> well, there's a lot of similarities here because now we've got a, a man who mm. is stuck behind characters all the time. Always. Mm. He's unable to perform as himself in the way that Andrew Clay cannot as well. Mm. Yeah. He's like, Mike, I think this is the character that's maybe the closest to him because not because 
the there's stuck, anything revealing, yeah. but because he just has to do admin for this entire. And he's a guy that's stuck in the formula. It mm. is it is him doing admin. It's not him goofing it up that much. Yeah, he he says like one or he says like five jokes a show, mm. and then the rest of it is just him going, "Give it up for your next act." Like, yeah, has he ever been himself though publicly? Really? Well, there's been a few very sincere. Like this Hollywood curse, Mike Myers as himself is a very very sincere man. Who, who will present awards or something like that to people. We can see videos on YouTube and then he will start basically crying. Will, <laughs> was it, was it you guys talking about what I've heard this on your podcast that he sang a song really yes. sincerely uh, once? Yeah, he did yeah. sing. It broke your heart. Yeah, is this one video. It's at the President's Awards, uh, the, the Gershwin Prize, and he is giving a prize to um, Burt Backrack, who... He's an iconic 60s singer-songwriter featured in Austin Powers, and he sings one of his hit songs, What's New Pussycat? Uh. And Mike does not have enough room on the stage to really dance around and live it up, so he's kind of trapped, and you can just see him starting to bomb, like when you have the bomb. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Inside you, because you, <laughs> you can't fully be your true committed self on stage. And then at the end, he just talks about how his dad was his hero and kind of cries. <laughs> yeah, there's a few. He also gave a, an award to Sean Connery, like a Lifetime Achievement Award mm. to Sean Connery. That whole speech is just him talking about his own dad, basically. <laughs> and it's, it's beautiful. Like, it's yeah, very touching. But it's not funny. But it's also like, <laughs> that's the closest we've seen of Mike Myers as himself performing to a live audience. I reckon he has a great, like a really broad general knowledge. Like he just knows. Oh, he's a super smart guy. Yeah. He's a, one of the world's biggest geniuses, in my opinion. I have no proof. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's, he, we read his book and it is fantastic. It's littered with yeah. so much little knowledge like that and like bits of history. He's like a, he's a, he's got a real brain. Polymath. Yeah. Ah, well. And he can speak, he can speak Mandarin. No, Cantonese. Yep. Uh, did you say that kind of, in a Accent? No, I just have an accent. Yeah. <laughs> he said he that did, in a great accent. He spoke some Cantonese in Wayne's World. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. You've got to put that in. <laughs> yeah, if you got yeah. it. If you got the skill. It's like the tap dancing. They oh. say with comedy, you use everything have you, you guys? Know. Have you guys eaten Asian food yet and someone's done the cream of some young guy one? Oh, yeah. It's the best. Man, I always do that one. <laughs> always. <laughs> I'm always that guy. And I love it. And it never gets old. It's never. the best. 
I say it around the family as well. The family, you know, when you do the cheeky, yeah, yeah, trick, yeah. cheeky family yeah, one. Dude. You know what I mean? You get your forty-year-old cousin there, and you know your mum and your grandma, and you're like, "I'll have the cream of sun, young guy." And then, <laughs> and then your grandma just goes, oh, "Wait a second, oh Nicholas!" Ah! <laughs> Smashes the place. Wait a second. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, asks yeah. for a second again. Yeah. Wait, let me process. Yeah. Wait a second. Hold oh, up. Nicholas, hold up. The hell. cream of sun. Oh, good great. Oh, you You'd are... be a fun cousin to have, I reckon. Man, I'm a lot of fun. Yeah. Really... Actually... I love to welcome you to my family. <laughs> you remind me of my cousin Scott, who, when I had a girlfriend in high school and he met her at a Christmas thing, he like shook her hand and then he leant in front of her, like leant over to me and went, you're going to go muff diving with that later? <laughs> <laughs> right in front of her. That right, does sound yeah. like what Kappa, yeah. Kappa would. I would not say that. I would say growl out. <laughs> <laughs> Muff diving is very old school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one says how, that. Did, how did that go down? <laughs> oh, you... mate, I'll tell you how I went down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I bet you probably... Well, you would have taken him aside and given him a bit of a chat about respect for women. Maybe a couple of years later, I said, "Hey, that wasn't cool." When you yeah, that. you got you did get woke quite recently. Yeah, yeah. I only just got woke. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, I mean, I was I loved Andrew Dice Clay, <laughs> not ironically. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, this is all great stuff. I'm repeating it back to people. There were oh, there were some. Some pretty. Oh, Dice is pretty. He's pretty. He's dicey. dicey. He's dicey. He's in the name, should have known. And Mike's a bit dicey too. But let's get back on to Tom. Mike, Mike, <laughs> let's get back on to Dice. Mike's a, fam- <laughs> Mike's a family man, isn't he? He is. Yeah. yeah. Time, yeah. But he's horny. I mean, this character's horny. Honestly, yeah, this yeah. is the horniest you've ever seen him. He was about to unleash the beast. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I honestly believe that Tommy Maitland. Because he, I reckon he totally had like a small pool of goo. <laughs> building. I reckon he just had a little pool that's held up in the tip of his penis. He's probably, got a big prosthetic. <laughs> probably got a big prosthetic member with <laughs> sunken balls like his eyes. He really commits. He fully commits. <laughs> <laughs> Alexi is joking. <laughs> <laughs> Prosthetic penis. You got me now. <laughs> That's what tipped him over. That's oh, dude, oh, you've but... got it. You still got it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you still got it. No one cracks me up harder. Uh, he, he, put, he puts his hand around the girl. There's this girl who Boys. makes. I know I was just talking about growl noises, but she makes all the different noises of animals. Oh, yeah. Let's get into she's, those acts. She's quite a cutie. Mm. Um, and then. <laughs> she did. Her whole bit was she had come out dressed in a safari suit. Tommy Maitland, who has a, an array of insane hats, also had a safari hat, chucked it on, and she had um, cut like cardboard cue cards in her hand that had the names of different animals and then she would do an interpretation of the animal's noise and it was it was great was uh, it it was pretty bad no, <laughs> I hate it. it was one of my least <laughs> favorite ones but then she did the cougar one and I was pretty impressed by that one they all were yeah. all of them were impressed by the cougar one was yeah. the first card said I'm going to do 30 animal impressions and one in the middle somewhere was furball and, oh, the, yeah. and then they cut to the judges and they're like that's not an animal that's you see them yeah, mouthing it to each other they weren't happy they weren't lie to them well, they're yeah. sticklers it's all about honesty. I thought the furball one was good as well. The T Rex one, I was like, that's fucked. Like, yeah, yeah went, it did not sound ah. like that. T Rex and pterodactyl. I mean, we don't know what they sound like. There's no proof. Yeah. And how You've got no proof. You've got no proof. 
She's yeah, and she's she's in the safari suit. She's done pigeon. She's yeah. done furball. Yeah. These well, are street what? creatures, pigeon and furball. <laughs> These are famously urban animals. Yes, city dwellers. Come on, much like us. Mm-hmm. And there was there was not enough range. They were nearly all birds and cats. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and dinosaurs. All right, you know, and uh, and dinosaurs. Yeah, and you know, in many ways, dinosaurs are like a bird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, pterodactyl. The pterodactyl. Yeah, yeah the yeah, raptor. Backward, backwards legs. Yeah, backwards legs. You know. Um, and I thought that Tommy had his arm around her for you know yes, he had his arm around her for a little long. Can I ask you a question? Maybe Tommy's not a family man. Mike <laughs> <laughs> like is, Mike is, but that Tommy is what I'm getting at. Do you think when if he his behaviour like that, where he's got his arms around these young ladies and stuff, is that Tommy or is that Mike? I don't know. Let me say this: the most common thread of Mike Myers' characters is. That they are horny dudes who are flirting with women all around the world. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is Mike's true self. I think it's... I don't know if it's his true self. I think it is his artistic expression. I think Mike is more a closed-off guy, but the way that he's... Horniness is his muse. Yes, that's (laughs) what it is. His his canvas is horniness, and his paintbrush is his own arm. What if his next character is just called Fuckmaster? Poonslayer. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) Poonslayer. He's just constantly groping. He's like, it's in character, baby. He's like, hey, he says to his wife, hey, i got to go get in character and go to a brothel for six days. He doesn't walk around like, oh. It's New Hefner's grotto. One thing I noticed when we watched uh, Austin Powers with the audience the other night, and I lent over to Lexi at one point, and I said... Isn't it funny that all of his characters are famous yeah. as well? Like, his characters <laughs> yeah. are all celebrities in the world that mm. they live in. Yeah, yeah average. Yeah. Well, he's been an axe murderer, maybe. What he's, was he? An axe murderer <laughs> is like a poet. He's uh, a local he's, performance He's a poet. local celebrity. Yeah, he's a local celebrity. Austin Powers, obviously famous photographer and spy. Mike Meyer. Uh, Wayne's World has the show, Wayne's mm-hmm. World. Um, the love guru, guru. Pinker is a famous guru. Yeah, Tommy Maitland. <laughs> Tommy Maitland, famous celebrity. And, uh, he just has to play this people person that everyone idolizes. Shrek is right. also famous. Yeah, Shrek's famous. Um, Shrek is the most famous ogre in all of I'd Far, call Far him Away. Infamous. Mm, oh, I that is true. I forgot. You do forget that he's in Shrek. No, like, yeah. You, you think that he's had this big career lull since oh, yeah. Austin Powers. But he was in Shrek. Shrek was like, one of, it was the biggest was movie the, of the time. Yeah, it was yeah. huge. It was the first animated film to win an Oscar. So funny. The Bloody Donkey. Oh, oh, the Mr. Bloody Eddie donkey. Murphy. Oh, yeah. Mr. Eddie Murphy. Parfait, right. am I right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is weird yeah. that they did get Mike Myers to do a Scottish accent rather than just getting... I think I he know, wanted Billy to, wasn't that yeah. his choice? It was his oh, choice. It was his choice. Yeah. Very famous. Oh, We've covered all the Shrek shit yeah. on this show, Calmacy. Yeah. But it was a fact. I heard on your podcast on Do Go On, you revealed a fact that there is earn, there are only four people that have both themselves and characters that they've voiced on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Right. And Mike Myers as Shrek is one of them. Really? Uh, yeah. So Shrek is on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. Just a Shrek. Shrek and Shrek. Mike Myers Remi- are separate ones. I, I don't re- recall this fact. What were the other three? Was one of them? Was it a Jim? Was that the Jim Henson episode? Yeah, Jim Kermit. Henson, Kermit, and then Mel Blanc and Bugs Bunny. Oh, that's right. And huh. I think and Walt, Walt Disney, Disney and Mickey. Mickey. Yes, yeah. I did Walt Disney voice Mickey? Yeah. yeah, originally he unfortunately did 
Pass from oh, Simon no. Coyle. Not, I'm so sorry for hearing this oh, for the first time. Sadly, we lost, we lost Walter. Walt Disney and Jim Henson. And Jim Henson. Oh. And Mel Blanc. And, oh, <laughs> oh, things God. are not looking good for oh, Mike. Well, Mike. <laughs> but at least all their characters have lived on forever. <laughs> Happily That's ever true. after in, in Shrek's case. Yeah, hopefully we get another Shrek. We're looking at Shrek 5. Shrek 5 is coming up. Coming. Yeah, it's coming. They, it has riders attached. Yep. Did that, that fell away, the quality? Did it? Uh, yes, that, Shrek but the popularity and, held on, right? Shrek Very three and Shrek so. four actually two of the worst piece of shit I've ever. Uh, let's talk some more about some of the acts. There was there were some more hayseed acts that got buzzed off real quickly. Ugh, yeah, we had a little ukulele number, and we had a small uh, person. It's all like um, circus. It's mostly circus. It's like you've gone to the yeah. fringe, like Adelaide Fringe Festival, or something like that, and you've walked into a tent. the big tent, yeah. and you're watching the best of the fest, and it's just people from sideshow stuff. Yeah, sideshow stuff mm. from all around the world. But this time, who, Tommy Maitland's there. Who was? Who was? Someone wanted to gong the Waterman. What was his name? Was oh, he Aquaman or somebody? Came Waterman. Out? His name Waterman. was Waterman. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea Handler went to gong him and the other two stopped her, which I thought was just the patriarchy. That Honestly, felt like yeah, patriarchal. Felt like patriarchy. Yeah. Um, I didn't no, like it. Then they, like it they mansplained to her why it was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it they weren't were good. She it was, was correct. She, no, she, she was, was correct. Right. It was a real piss. It was just a guy put a fucking glass of water on his head and then rolled around and it didn't fall off and then he drank it. It was not cool. It was not sexy. It was fucking boring. Well, this is what people don't realize about the patriarchy: is it, it does hold women down, but it also holds men down too. Fuck, that's actually very true. Yeah, had you yeah, thought about it yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, it's yeah. men holding themselves down. Yeah. You should be on Q and A. Oh. That's what I keep saying. <laughs> Who too? I just—it's sort of my mantra. Oh, <laughs> I should be on Q and A. To be I honest, sleep. I saw it written on the bathroom mirror this yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, the winner of the first episode might be. The world's worst act that I've ever seen. Hands down. Uh, uh. Hands down. <laughs> it's one of the, it's the weird thing of anyone who like goes, they're basically going to their front. You know, like a normal dare mm. where someone goes, I dare you to do this. This is more yeah. like, dare me to do this. Yeah, totally. Dare me, yeah. I'll, it'll be so dare me to eat all this. Yeah. Can someone yeah. explain? Uh, Matt, do you want to explain what it was that we saw? All right, this is how it happened. Uh, this lady, uh, circus freak, came out dressed as an army person, <laughs> a private Benjamin type. Yeah, and yeah. and then there was a pre-recording of a, like a drill sergeant saying, "Eat, eat all that cream cheese in front of you," yeah. and her saying, "Sir, yes, sir." And then a clock started ticking 90 down. Seconds. Ninety seconds came up on the clock, and obviously she timed out what she could do in ninety seconds. <laughs> so she decided it would be five cups. This is all arbitrary. And unless, like, you, unless you believe that drill sergeant was real, <laughs> maybe I should have been buying in. But and it was she was there weren't even cups. There were like a full size take home cottage cheese that you buy at the deli. They were the yeah, kind yeah. of they were keg party. It was a cups. lot of cottage yeah. cheese. It was but who gives a shit? And she just ate five punnets of cottage cheese in ninety seconds. In eighty seconds, she <laughs> yeah. didn't even need the full ninety. Yeah. That's an act you kind of fucking gong off. What happens if you gong off? Like Zoe, you just have to stop eating this. Yeah. Like what happens? That would. It wasn't an off. act. 
She was just a lot of these were acts. They found out the loophole for how to pass the gong show by doing one joke at the end of a build-up that you can't gong off because you're like, well, I guess I have to fucking see what's going to happen. Yeah, I yeah. don't blame the acts for this though because they're they're not like going. I'm definitely like they're yeah. not choosing to be on. Yes, that's Someone's true. letting them through, so the people at the gong show should know that they need to get gongable acts on. Yeah, that what is What do you true. think this woman, uh, what do you think her talent is? Because she's clearly, she's, she's not just the cottage cheese eater. Like, when she came out, yeah. she's covered in tats, she's mm. got heaps she's, of piercings. She's jittery. Yeah, I think she's I someone think, who um, works in a carnival or in a yeah. show, She was pretty ripped, right? She, she was skinny. Yeah. It wasn't like she was... Maybe she's a contortionist or something. Yeah. She was... Yeah, she was... A regurgitator, like no, Stevie I think Star. She, I think she just <laughs> ate cottage cheese. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she was... Thing. She, it was like watching bulimia happen. It was not cool. Yeah, it was it one of those sad. moments, like those real Hollywood moments. Like, it doesn't happen that much anymore, but she was just sitting in a cafe eating cottage cheese. <laughs> and a big-time Hollywood director came by. Tommy Maitland. And many times. He started watching his clock. Yeah. What if he was dressed as Tommy Maitland in a cafe? I want to make you a star. Just a cappuccino and just got the got like the chocolate powder on his lips. Like his you know what I reckon lip. they should do? They should keep the character of Tommy Maitland hosting this show, but they should pass the character on to other yes. actors like Tony Clifton with Andy Kaufman. That would be character. awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so get Danny DeVito next season. You know, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I reckon oh, slowly throughout the show, his face. Should slowly melt. <laughs> like, just heat the lights up a bit more. Until it's this weird half Mike Myers, half Tommy Maitland, like melting thing. Yeah. Mm. Something's got to give. Do you think he'll, he'll ever publicly admit it? Because I've been like, it's like, he wouldn't even have ever thought that it would be a secret, right? That's just part of the fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So is it's there anything to gain by him? Admitting it, or no one cares enough. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah, so obvious no, that it doesn't. No talk about it. No yeah. one gives a shit. And like... so obvious it's him. Yeah. <laughs> no one else moves like that. That's him. That's his movements. He's got that slowly hunched forward in the in the chest, poking out of the butt. <laughs> Only Mike moves like that. <laughs> it's unmistakable. It's him. Wow. I'd like to see a allegedly. Movie. Yeah, allegedly. Who was the guy who directed Drive? That was uh, Nicholas, Nicholas Vinding Refn. Yeah, I'd like to see him make a Tommy Maitland movie, like a oh. revenge film. Where he you gets know, his you, you know, he's got the face mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he looks you know, like he gets the, the mask. And he the looks mask at the, the end of Drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wears the mask at the West. He's got Mike Myers in the Tommy Maitland mask walking up to the to the pizza shop. <laughs> and just rams a guy off a cliff. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know. What, what what else can I ask you guys about? I was pondering throughout this show mm. whether to kill yourself. That, yeah. <laughs> Should and I buy a noose after this? <laughs> he landed on yes. So the, the best thing was when we were two minutes in and hadn't even started. Like there was just the music came on and then he just went, "Fuck! I hate this show." <laughs> That's the thing. I always forget that I hate it until it starts. But usually we get one. We get one back by it. We're like, oh, yeah. it's a delight seeing Tommy on yeah. stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there weren't enough moments of Tommy to delight in. There was yeah. a few sweet things. Um, but there's something that we haven't really talked about much on this when we recap the podcast, and it has become the absolute lowest point for us. The the penultimate thing that happens in these, right before the last gongable act comes on, is they have a little funsies intermission break where this old fucking cunt wearing a straw <laughs> boater hat and a little, you know, pinstriped red 
candy, candy cane, candy cane, candy cane yeah. vest yeah. with his little fucking armbands on his thing, dressed <laughs> like a like he's just like an ice cream parlor motherfucker comes out and he's got his little pencil moustache and gaunt face and he starts singing this song called Shaving Cream and we have not talked about Shaving Cream and it is a part where we finally decided to fast forward Shaving Cream this week yeah Uh, we have not fast forwarded very much when we've been watching the gong show yes we are watching it not on live TV we are watching on an illegal Russian stream (laughs) which is where we we do have the ability to fast forward allegedly sometimes allegedly allegedly a Russian stream my computer Computer, phone, and iPad all have viruses on them now um, from Russia. Uh, but we, it's worth it to yeah. watch shaving cream. Now, what do you know about shaving cream, Lex? You, you've done some research. I've done this. a little bit of research into the song Shaving Cream. So, Shaving Cream is a song written by Benny Bell in 1946 and originally sung by Paul Wynn. It's a novelty song where each, each verse ends with a mind rhyme of shit. Hey, what's up? what year did you say it was written? 1946. Oh, I thought it was way older than that, but that's still pretty It's old. some real vaudevillian bullshit. Written by who? Uh, Benny Bell. Can I be the first to say, Benny Bell, kindly fuck off. <laughs> oh, let's just check it. Benny Bell's fucking gone from this mortal coil. Let's see. Sadly, we did lose... <laughs> we did lose Benjamin Sandberg in 1999. Wow. The Y2K. Well, you got to you got to enjoy Austin Powers at least. That's you know? true. Yeah, yeah. The first that's one. when comedy was good. Yeah. Nineteen forty-six. Yeah. He went out yeah, at the yeah. peak. <laughs> Shaving cream. That was like skills. Uh, that would have been pretty edgy at the time. I imagine. Big time. Big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitler's just gone down. People need to live a little. All the way down, sir. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is how the song goes. I have a sad story to tell you. It may hurt your feelings a bit. Oh, there's the first rhyme. Last night when I walked into my bathroom, I stepped in a big pile of shaving cream. Yeah. Honestly, it's horrible. And they do it every episode and they sing the entire song yeah. and they encourage the audience There's to sing second along. Verses and the and guests to sing oh. along. They, they have to get everyone's linking arms doing like... Like pretending they're not... Wanting to kill themselves. Like, they haven't been there for seven hours. I reckon this started as a way to wake the fucking audience up, yeah. get them participating <laughs> into yeah. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the then made it to air. They 100% would teach them the song first, too. So this audience are hearing mm. the song at least twice. But what? it would be... <laughs> the lyrics would be up on a screen, karaoke style. I the only it. reason that exists in a show is because it's been a show that's been running since 1948. That's the only reason. <laughs> it is an actual tradition. Mm. You can't yeah. manufacture yeah. a shit tradition no. in 2017. No. Like, it doesn't make it a shit tradition. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it, <laughs> and it was shaving good. It was shaving yeah. tradition. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't see it. Is the guy important in Mike's life? Is he like a father figure or something? <laughs> There's got to be something like that, right? Yeah, did Benny Bell uh, like come from Manchester or something? I don't think so. I, that's, there's, uh, well, what I can gather, the guy that's coming out singing the song is just a staff member. Uh, I reckon he's a reformed pedophile. Allegedly reformed, allegedly. And so he was an American singer-songwriter. That's his punishment for his crime. Yeah. Yeah. He has yes, to, to sing it. Yeah. He's like, take me back to prison. <laughs> Give me the chemical castration, please. Well, it says that he was an American singer-songwriter who reached popularity in the 1940s with a comeback in the 70s. He... 
is particularly remembered for his risque but che- cheerfully optimistic songs. Ah. So is this Benny <clears throat> Bell. Or is that's it? Benny oh. Bell. He's just like he's a he's an old like uh, Borscht Belt comic would appear because all his albums and discography are called kosher comedy. Oh, oh, right. Sweet. Ah, oh, so he's one of them. Well, <laughs> well, his real name is Sandberg. Benjamin Sandberg. Probably owns yeah. the show. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving it in, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst thing. I can't figure out why they think it's good. It feels like someone they were talking about, well, what's something really old school you yeah. can do as a tradition? Because it's like, like a very vaudevillian <laughs> show. It's police yeah, performers yeah, yeah. doing dumb shit. But it's just so slow. The song is like, rum-pum-pum, rum-pum-pum. It's a real oompa bullshit. Bullshit, so slow and boring. And it takes up like three minutes or something. Mm. And they don't do it at the end, do they? No, it's like... They do it in the middle. Three quarters of the it's way through It's a lot before the last act. Oh, man. It feels like there's... Yeah, the, the idea, there's got to be some way you could do... Something hmm. like that. Hmm. This is just not it. No. No way. What would it be? What would your idea be? Oh, it'd be... It'd, be, it'd have to focus on Tommy Maitland, for starters. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Would be, that would be his chance to be centre stage for a bit. And then it would have a point, I feel. If they do Why a are they vintage... bringing out some other guy? I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, I know. Who is this guy? If they did a vintage Tommy clip. Yeah. Like, oh, here's yeah. Tommy yeah. in his Doing stand-up in the 70s. Yeah, this is his. So good. Or maybe like a chat with Tommy. Yeah, like he, he interviews someone. Yeah. Like, he goes out into the or audience something. or something. Yeah. You see him having a muck around and a fuck around. If they're going to do a song, if they need a song to break it up, do the old one from Whose Line Is It Anyway? The show where everything is made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> where they like go in the round and do yeah. that like, rhyming don't song. Don't you ever fucking rip <laughs> <laughs> on that show. I love uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway. Yeah, I know. But it's the show where everything's made up and the points yeah, don't matter. Yeah, I know, but don't try to fucking... Shoehorn it into another show. It's its own thing. Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, they could get Jesus a boss on over. <laughs> get a boss on over. I'm on. really angry for the yeah, rest of this we podcast. Can tell. I'm, you're steaming, dude. You're steaming up. I'm angry and I'm horny. <laughs> oh, no. What's the difference? <laughs> I can smell it in the air. He is. Yeah, we need something new. I don't know. I actually was curious about you guys. Mm. If you could be a talent on the gong show, if you could be a performer, not a judge. What would your talent be? And you can't say stand-up, because I know you guys are both great stand-ups. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to ruin the show. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to say something unique. What would it be? Uh, unique. Mm. Well, I mean, if you're going off what they do, you'd, want to, you'd probably take in a few things. You need at least three gimmicks. Oh, yeah. You know, a normal gimmick act, you've got your one gimmick. You've yeah. got that one gimmick. But these guys push it to two, which is almost okay, <laughs> and then they go too far with the third. So I think mine mm. would be something like... Sculling a beer, right? All Which right. is a great hook. Yeah, That's great hook. Everyone's yeah. already there. Ears are pricking yeah. up, right? Yeah. 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 This yeah. guy's going to scull a beer? Yeah. Whoa. All right. Can't look at this, yeah. but I'll be wearing a... Um, like one of those old uh, <laughs> soldier costumes with the really high hats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a yeah, beef yeah, eater yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Which is now you're going, yes. Tin soldier yeah, yeah, style. This is the yeah. best. He's a yeah. tin soldier. He's about to scull a beer. I can't <laughs> believe this. <right? laughs> this is this blowing my mind, right? This is actually really good. Yeah. And I think if I left it there, it'd be great, but I wouldn't get selected to be on the show. That's not enough for them, right? Yeah. So I need I need one more thing, one more gimmick, one more thing, and I think what it would be is I would um, I would do it on a unicycle. Okay. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Now look, you guys have all you've all shut off, haven't yeah, you? We don't like yeah. it. We don't like it. I don't like it either. No, no, no. But I want to get on the show. It's what I got to do. These parameters you put on yourself that you detest as well. 
but that's true. That's you do. What would yours be, Kappa? Would you do? Would you go for the same route as Matt? Go for three gimmicks, or would you just stick to one? Some, something like that. I think, like, because I before I did comedy, <laughs> this is really bad. Before I did comedy, I wanted to be a flare cocktail farmer. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> I've practiced for a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did and, you go to a class or something? How no, to I was. There was. I was working in this barman, and this other guy was doing it. Yeah, and I kind of. But oh, there was a time I came back from England. I didn't know what I wanted, wanted to do with my life. Yeah, and I was just <laughs> out on the lawn at my parents' house, mm-hmm. trying flare cocktail. Trying to front lawn. Yeah, yeah, on the front <laughs> lawn. Well, they, they live in the middle. They got no neighbors. Oh, yeah. They live in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, it was fine. So um, no one was so thinking, who's do. this freak sitting <laughs> shit around? They must have been so ashamed of me. I, I, grew, I grew a big beard and I just painted in a room. I painted pictures and yeah. pictures, which was all right. But then when I did, when it had nothing to do, I just do flare cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they must have been so disappointed. Could you ever do any cool tricks? Yeah, I could flip the wine bottle around so it lands on your arm. Like oh, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you could do the one where you where it does like a little twist and mm. you catch it again. That one, fuck yeah, bros, dude. So I reckon I do that, something <laughs> like that. You do some fl- like pour drinks for the guests, sorry, dude, for the you, judges. This is a gongable act. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that you wouldn't get gonged. I reckon you'd come out, you'd do yeah. some tricks, you'd get, you'd impress them, and then you'd hand them all a shot glass or yeah. something. Yeah, like three judges. You've you've really fucked. You, you haven't heard me out here. Okay, no, all right. Me. Spice it First up, baby. All, That's what we want to hear. Just one thing, right? I said yeah. one thing. Okay. okay. You think I'm that dumb? <laughs> you think I'm that dumb to just go out there with a cocktail? No, this is what happens. Right? Okay. All right, so, here we go. You know at the start of Willy Wonka, right? Yeah, Where course, he comes yeah. out and he pretends he's an old man. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah so yeah. I dress That's up good. as an old man. That's right? really <laughs> good. And I'm walking out with the bottles, like <laughs> yep. all rickety, right? Trip over. Then heavy metal kicks in. I just do that. <laughs> Rolling my lip biscuit comes yeah, on. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that is heavy metal. And yeah, then... that's new, new heavy metal. That's that's awesome. Yeah, dude. yeah. So that's it. That's pretty. I cool. think that would. I can see that on the show for sure. Yeah, I actually see that getting tense. Yeah, yeah. 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 And dude, some... you would get some tense yeah. after this. Someone will be just like, you mean I don't get it, but ten. Yeah, that would yeah. happen. That would yeah. happen. And then that. I have a walking frame. <laughs> And then I fold it in and it becomes a unicycle. You got gonged off, dude. I'm so okay. sorry. Were there any acts that you liked that you truly enjoyed? There's a couple that I think we got off on a little bit. I liked the balancing one with the the father and daughter where mm. he balances his daughter it. on her head. And then that was the truly fucking amazing. Yeah, it was yeah, very was impressive, so that one, for sure. I, would, I like the old guy. He played the thiamin with his theremin. Oh no, thiamin's yeah. what comes no. in um, <laughs> yeah. Nutrigrain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think that was the lowest rung after the. Yeah, but I just, I just, I, li- I really liked his look, he and I just like, felt for him. He was yeah. the only one that I cared about in the whole yeah. show. He just looked like a nice old man, <laughs> and he's old. He's yeah. so old. Everyone else was going to keep living for ages, oh, God. and they've gonged this guy. That's one of the last thing anyone's going to have seen him do. And he was just. He was just a guy that had a theremin, which is a musical instrument. Sort of. Magic thing. And he just kind of laid on his back and arced his feet up and played on his feet. It looked like he was about to puff a fart out. <laughs> I thought it was Mr. Methane. <laughs> I was that, he was short one gimmick. That's why he got yeah. gone. Guys, he was farting in between. Probably my favorite one was a snake. 
The snake was snake. excellent. Yeah, the, snake the snake was, was like a real <laughs> Goliath act. Uh, how would you describe the snake? He was like a guy dressed in a snake costume, a <laughs> uh, big snake costume, and yeah. he slithered over a rock. Yes. And then he kind of he gets a member of the audience, allegedly, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then eats, eats him. He like yeah. lifts yeah. the guy him. up in the air so his legs are dangling and puts up him in the uh, Puts I, him down the front of his mm, skibby. Mm. That was one of my least favorites. <laughs> really? I fucking, he was like any of the guys. My least favorite was the very first one, the uh, the, pipes, the, the pipes guy. Mm. I didn't mind his act, but his face yeah, his and face that dumb mask. Too much clowning. Uh, too much yeah. going. And the snake was doing the same mugging stuff with his mm. face. I think the snake the is the most gifable. Yeah, oh, very gifable. <laughs> so that's yeah. why yeah. I was into it. I was like, yeah. I could see some good. You love. He had a great mustache, yeah. but yeah, the yeah. real social. One guy. of the judges <laughs> was right when she said. By the way, you don't look like a snake. You look like a walrus. Because you had uh, that was that was one of the best moments. Yeah, of the show. that was. He has true. a classic waxed barbershop mustache. Yeah, my favorite one was um, a thing that just I have a thing for. I can't help but I love Elvis impersonations. Oh, <laughs> and there was yeah. a guy that did Elvis. Uh, he was called Asian Elvis. So it was Elvis impersonation like what Andy Kaufman, as Cameron said many mm. a time, he's just ripping off Andy Kaufman. But I will declare he did a little with a little minstrel twist <laughs> <laughs> by really hamming up his Japanese accent. And then it revealed that Maya Rudolph can speak fluent Japanese. And then yeah. he and then he whispered to Tommy, the Japanese, mm. uh, the Asian uh, Elvis whispered to Tommy, said, "I didn't understand a word she said," which I yeah. liked as well. Great I thought that was yeah, very that was funny. Great bit. Yeah. He knew how to, he had the instinct. Yeah. Mm. he had the instinct to be to play the foil. It was yeah. great. Yeah, I liked that one too. Uh, or did I? No, probably not. Probably not. In fact, I don't think I liked any of them except for the balancing one. Yeah. And that was more just impressive, but kind of made me sad on an existential level at this young woman. How much time has gone yeah, into that? Her yeah, life has been spent yeah. to learn how to be upside down on her dad's head. Like what kind of yeah, life yeah. is that? <laughs> Anything should be under fourteen, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she her whole career, if she has one, I don't know. We should Google her. Is exactly that bouncing on her dad's head, like it's the patriarchy again. It is, and it's That's a real metaphor for the patriarchy yeah. right in front of you, right yeah. there. But it was impressive to look at. Yeah, which I think is the same for the patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it looks, it looks good from great. the outside looking in. I think in. once you see this show, you do not have to go to the Louvre. You know, oh, like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. much art. They actually don't let you in. Social comment. Like, <laughs> 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 they ask you at the gate. You've yeah. seen enough. You've seen Gold Clay? You can fuck off, mate. <laughs> yeah. There's an Aussie guy that works <laughs> the door <laughs> the loop. You can fuck off, mate. Au revoir. <laughs> Guys, one final question. At any point, did these episodes of The Gong Show make you horny baby oh yeah anytime Tommy was on screen yeah I I was firm and right up but the acts had the opposite effect Mm. (laughs) yeah they do bring a certain softness Softness, to the penis yeah yeah Yeah. Yep. No, I was uh, I was definitely definitely horny whenever Tommy was on I reckon he was he was he plays up to the camera. He's got his little waggle dance. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you describe. <laughs> the way he moves the hips. He's just got it. He's got mojo. He's, got yeah. Yeah. he's a wiggler. He's a waggler. He's, yeah. a, he's waggling. It's just <laughs> he's shifting about, shifting about. Yeah, but the axe did leave me feeling rather flaccid. Flaccid, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Especially the one where it was just a girl with a grinder. She oh, got yeah. gonged off, and she had two metal poles attached to her undies. <laughs> 
and she was just grinding those metal poles. <laughs> with like a, with a, yeah, a, a, a steel grinder. A steel grinder, just yeah. sparks flying off yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not 1986 anymore. We're not impressed by that shit. It a, it was, yeah, it was a Letterman act. It was yeah. The, it was the, is this anything? It was a segment on Well, she was grinding, <laughs> I was on grinder because I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Mike Check with Cameron James and Alexa Toliopoulos. It's been a pleasure hanging out in those fucking ears of yours. Uh, Matthew, what have you got coming up at the moment? Oh, well, back in Melbourne. You, you'd have listeners in Melbourne. I'm a listener in Melbourne. Yeah. Absolutely. Doing a fringe, Melbourne fringe show with Alistair Trombley Virtual at the uh, Courthouse Hotel. And it's called. Go Harvesies. Go Harvesies. Thank yeah. you for bailing me out. Of that. That's it's pretty fucked. Did the research. Yeah. yeah. I've just been seeing it pop up on my feed a little bit lately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We've got some... a closet Matt Stewart fan yeah, here. Maybe, 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 maybe. I think he's, he's well and truly out of the yeah, closet. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. He's out he's and proud. Boring. And then the following week after that, at Fringe as well, doing uh, like a mini lineup show at the same venue called uh, The Amazing Travelling Comedy Tour mm. and Capra will be on that a few nights. Nick so. Capper, yeah, and you also host one of my favorite podcasts. Do go on. I do go on. Yes, I should mm. it. Which we're doing a live one, uh, so there'll be a live one of that from Sydney coming out tomorrow, as in Tuesday. It'll be coming out Wednesday. Oh. Oh. Podcast time is a real mindfuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. this isn't live. I'll say it. This is pre-recorded. Uh, I would have committed a, a wanna... felony by now. <laughs> But we are flying by the seat of our little pants. Yeah, there's very little editing going on here. We just have to edit out all the racist uh, <laughs> stuff that Cap has said. Uh, well, speaking Good of luck. Stuff, It'll only be ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got coming up, Cap? Uh, good. What am, what am I doing? You've I'm got doing, your own podcast? Doing his, oh, yeah, I've got my Highway to Nothing yep. podcast, which is great. You host um, with Webby, very funny with, boy. Oh, mm-hmm. Jeremy Webb, love the web. And uh, might, might get old Cammy. Cammy on next week when he comes yeah, down. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, so I got that and doing the Amazing Travelling Comedy Tour for Fringe. And that's about it, really. Doing a couple... I'm doing... You work at a children's farm? I work at a children's farm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm doing the another great podcast, the Little Dum Dum Club. I'm doing there. I will be cutting this. No, no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, doing the, you're doing a big episode? Yeah, doing the um, one that they're having at the Croxton they're recording at the Croxton so I think I'm doing stand up before that so it's like 500 people it's going to be Mooney and Fiona Loft that's going to be huge yeah yeah, yeah it's in November so yeah, yeah. I think the there's still one. tickets left but yeah it's going to be fuck. I went to one there yeah it was like 500 people fills up the Croxton band room is crazy so yeah Ooh, we saw yeah. Lanigan there did I see Lanigan there with yeah you? yeah I know I didn't go oh. but yeah well that was a good anecdote though <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was out doing comedy man yeah I'm right, sorry man <laughs> Lex, what have you got coming up? Green Lights uh, Monthly Room at uh, <laughs> Last the Friday Gaelic. every month. Yeah, yeah just come to that. Sorry, like it on Facebook. It's actually really cool. Sorry for the These first guys time Bloody hell. It was real Those fun, hosts. Huh? Oh, yeah, they're funny. The riffing, the riff holes you go down, the best. I had a lot of fun watching that. I did get stuck in a hole last night. Alright, brother, that's awesome. <laughs> um, no, I'm not sure what I've got on. Cameron, you got some stuff in uh, I'll be in Melbourne the week that this podcast comes yeah. out. So if you are a Melbourne listener, come and see me. You can get all the details on Twitter or Facebook or something, and you'll see where I am. You'll find You'll feel it. Dude, you'll be out, man. Yeah, I'll be around. You'll be around. Yeah, I'm always around. Um, guys, what are your Twitters and all that stuff? 
Uh, Twitter's at MattStew underscore art. Huh? Yeah. Love that. Hey, wow. just uh, before you come down to Melbourne, make sure you rug up. It's pretty chilly it's down there. Chilly it's not, there. Yeah, which yeah, you wouldn't okay. understand with the bloody sunshine. No, beach weather up here. You're hiring a car down there? Hook turns. Oh, no, I'll probably just use the trams. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, the public I've got my Opal cards. Wander down the beautiful laneways. Um, but, yeah, just whatever you do, don't expect there to be a beautiful harbour. It's not okay. It's not what you're thinking. Okay. Every city doesn't have one of these things. You guys are spoiled up here. <laughs> all right, all right. It's quite temperate as well. But, hey, we don't have graffiti in our alley, so that's oh, special. You guys mm. have got the fucking art. Oh, beautiful uh, art. Yeah, yeah. yeah, what a yeah. colour. Yeah, what a colour. Yeah, culture. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. get some. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, Kappa, what's your Twitter? Uh, just Kappa Flapper. Yeah. Fabulous. Sign cameras at I am Cameron James. Mm-hmm. I'm at This is Alexi. Uh, you can contact us on Mike Check Pod on Twitter and we're also on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. And if you like what you've heard, give us five stars on iTunes. And in your review, leave us the name title and concept of what you'd like our next super specific actor-based podcast to be. Last night at Greenlights, uh, one of, uh, a horny baby in the audience told me a good one. He said, Kung Now, which be revisiting the film Kung Pow every week <laughs> to see how, if it holds up. But I thought that would be a real funny uh, one. That's, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. Every week we have to watch Kung Pow. I mean, maybe just one F. <laughs> maybe we'll do one F. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening and please promise me to stay horny. Oh, I, I solemnly swear. Yeah, yeah. As do I. Yeah, me. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cheeky monkeys, it's me again. Just wanted to quickly remind you to buy some tickets to my live TV stand up taping September 20 at the Sydney Comedy Store. Uh, free tickets for all horny babies. You can mention uh, in the little link that I'm about to give you. You can let me know how many tickets you want. You can bring your buddies. There's only a handful of tickets available, so get in quick. The link is alist.com.au slash camlive. Please come. Please be groovy. Please be sexy. Please be funny and please be cool. It's my check. It's my check. The podcast that Mike Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.